Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Revy, along with the curious curator herself, Sandy Revy. Hey, Say hi. Hey, hi, everybody. It is episode 68, and this is November 11th. We are coming to you straight from Fireside at Sandy's. So let's get straight into it. In the transits, we have Monday, November 11th, Mercury retrograde, Kazemi Sun. Coming home to check in. Tuesday, November 12th, full moon in Taurus. Express what is hidden. Mars sextile Jupiter. Deal with authorities. Mercury retrograde sextile Saturn. Keep talking. Then Wednesday, November 13th, sun sextile Pluto. Increase creative power. Mercury retrograde trine Neptune. Revisioning. Thursday, November 14th, Venus square Neptune. Fantasize. Then Sandy's finished up some talisman times to reconnect with one's emotions in order to express properly and to promote positive thinking overall. One very special upcoming Monday, November 11th, to find stability in all writing projects. Then on the horizon, we still have our astrological calendars online. And in November, we are headed to Dubuque, Iowa for the Oneness Festival as as, as well as a talisman ceremony. Then we have an online webinar coming up, Jupiter and Sagittarius, something you will not want to miss. It's every 12 years. And our very special Mexico and Bali retreats. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Hi. Hi, Alex. Here we are, Fireside. We, yes. weren't, we were unable to get into the Jazz Fuzz studio for this week's recording. So so you guys are going to notice a big difference between the audio here. So be very <laughs> grateful for the Jazz Fuzz studio magic that happens back there. Yeah, we couldn't get in. But so happy Veterans Day, everybody. Do you want to know a little bit about it, Alex? Sure. some research. <laughs> sure. It's a federal holiday, and this year they've titled it Service. It used to be Armitist Day, but it was changed to Veterans Day by President Eisenhower back in 1954. And of course, it's the day to honor all men and women who have ever worn or do wear their uniform to serve our country. Interesting because, you know, we're kind of into numbers here, right, as astrologers. And at the end of World War I in 1918, on 11-11 at 11 a.m., Woodrow Wilson, the president at that time, mm-hmm. d- proclaimed this to be a armistice day, which really was about stopping all war, right, for that day, kind of having a day where... Um, a day of rest. Bo- both sides <laughs> rested yeah. and um, were not in warlike combat. So then it was changed you know, later in 1954, even before I was born, <laughs> uh, then it became Veterans Day. And actually, it's my brother's birthday. So oh, nice. um, interesting. I've always known that day to be special in our household. Oh, I so love it. thank you all veterans, which includes my father yep. who just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, everyone, for giving your service. Yes. Okay, it gives me a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I'm going to step in and go direct to you all. Thank you all for all of your beautiful reviews, all of your emails. Keep them coming. Yes. We love to read them. So I did get a review on one of our products, and it is the... Which one? Da, 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 da. <laughs> well, this one, this one is a little bit more general, but it is our Bali Malas. It's our celestial line. So this is Inca, and she says, love the feel of these beads. The quality and craftsmanship are truly the best. Ultimately, it is the feel of the beads in my hands that I love the most. They were made with love and care and a clear intention. I was told by a very wise man that the right time at, at the right time I would draw I would be drawn to the mala beads intended for me. It was a year before I happened upon Bali malas and intention beads, and I was immediately drawn to these beads. The key word is I feel. And when your attention is drawn to a mala, it is drawing you there for a reason. Mm. May you find the joy I did when your beads find you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love I wonder it. which one you got. I feel. Is that the cancer one? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful with the white brown pearls. tassel, white yeah. pearls, and then and the white intention bead. Yeah, the guru bead. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. So let's, let's get into the transits. Yes. A lot's going on this week. In fact, interesting, I'm going to start doing this because I found it really, you know, all planets are activated this week except the planet Uranus, which, you know, Uranus is doing a lot of stuff out there in the world for us, but not this week. So um, let's get into it. Right, so we have today, Monday, November 11th, Mercury retrograde, Kazimmee the Sun. This is at 9.22 a.m., happening right now, if you're listening to this as soon as it came out. <laughs> um, coming home to check in, I read a little bit about this last week at the end because I knew that um, maybe by the time you got to read this, this will have already have occurred. But when, when Mercury is now at its halfway point in its retrograde cycle, so, you know, if we're going to call Mercury retrograde a little bit of a, of a little bit of a skip, you know, like a hiccup in our day, we're, we're, we're past the worst of it. Okay. Because once it meets up with the sun, it right, it's getting home to check in. Because Mercury is considered the messenger. Right. And so in its retrograde cycle, when it comes back to the sun, it's giving information to the sun from the other planets that it has touched. And it's also getting messages from the sun. So it's kind of clearing and cleaning and purifying and dropping off and picking up if we can vision that. So in this Kazemi time frame from about 6 a.m. till about noon, only today on Monday the 11th, we have this clarity of dropping off and picking up, right? So it's a nice little feeling of you know, coming home to check in and really interesting that I should be going home to check in because I'm going <laughs> home true. to visit my mother. So um, I am following this alignment. Yay, me. So <laughs> do do what you can on this Monday, Veterans Day, to check in with yourself. Yeah, yeah. and even check in with home. Check in with home. So... Next day, Tuesday, November 12th, we have two transits, the full moon in Taurus. So this is at 20 degrees of Taurus, and this happens early in the morning at 7.34 a.m. Of course, we're always central time here in Chicago. Express what is hidden. Now, remember the day before, we just had 
Mercury in its retrograde hitting the sun in a Kazemi, right? So it's moving with the sun. So a day later, it's still moving with the sun. And now it's opposing the moon in Taurus. So, you know, expressing what is hidden because Mercury's there, it's it's needs to communicate, write, uh, respond, but do it with as little wreckage as possible. You know, be honest yet polite. Um, you know, don't because, be the bull in the china shop. <laughs> well, because it is about the sun and you know in this Scorpio, you know, shining on the moon in Taurus. So there's this like, come out, come out, wherever you are. You think you're you're trying to hide something. You need to express it. Um, and and actually, the other cool thing here is Neptune is helping trine and sextile this alignment of this opposition, which is the sun and the moon, which is the full moon, you know, to heal. And maybe you need to let somebody or someone go. Something, somebody, some hidden agenda, your hidden secret, something you need, somebody that, mm-hmm. that you know, and through this release, we will find our strength returning. Okay. Right. And it's kind of cool because we're in that halfway point of the Mercury retrograde, which is involved in this full moon. Right. So, and so the best full moon will be the night before, which will be that Monday, the 11th, which is, you know, today, if you're listening, um, because by the next morning at 730, we won't be able to see this, um, because the sun will be coming up and the moon will be going down. Maybe you'll catch it in some parts of the country, but will be really interesting. Um, and then it'll start to wane after that. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, express what is hidden. What is that little prodding, tapping that you've been feeling that you haven't been acknowledging and it now needs to come to light? Right. And you, you'll find your strength, um, you know, returning because it's that, remember we talked about that, you know, Share coming back home. Mercury's coming back to the sun to say, "Here, here's what I'm going to let. Here's what I'm going to tell you. So I'm going to release this information to you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick up new information to take on my next journey." So um, I really like this boom, boom. You know, within and this was this is really within a 24 hour period. And then we also yeah. have another transit going on Tuesday, November 12th, Mars sextile Jupiter. And actually, this was this is a, one of my favorite, um, I don't know, days of, well, it's my favorite day of the month. And this happens, this is Mars sextile Jupiter, which doesn't come in a, into a sextile or any aspect very often, um, like some of the other planets do. This is at 12, 21 p.m., deal with authorities. So there's an influence you have today over people in charge. Um, or you're, you have an influence of favorable in legal matters. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that you need to do, if you have to go down to the courthouse, if you have to talk to your attorney, somebody that ha- your boss, your supervisor, um, you know, it, it's, it's really gives you um, a favor that you physically, actively have, have in your back pocket. So, you know, it's, it's a very positive when the energy is heightened in this optimistic way because it's Jupiter 
and Mars. So it gives you, you know, hey, this might be a good day to, you know, sign up for a personal workout, personal training or the uh, gym. Yeah. Because it really does. These are these are the two planets that in, that increase your muscle tone, um, and it gives you you know physical action, physical activity. So um, it's a very positive energy day. So I like this this day. I like that too. So Wednesday, November thirteenth, we have Mercury retrograde sextile Saturn. So this happens in the morning. This is eight thirty five a.m. and I titled this "Keep Talking." Because remember, we've got the Mercury retrograde, so we're reviewing plans, especially the long-term, because Saturn's here, long-term work plan plans, things of, of a serious nature. If you're committing to something, if you're, you know, remember that, that gym, that the gym membership, membership. you might have gotten yesterday? So you're <laughs> committing to something that has long-term measure, and you're, you're ready to review this plan. You know, have you, have you done something in the past that Mercury is now asking you to readjust and re-review this plan? So it's, it's a sextile to Saturn. You know, I like Saturn. I think if Saturn weren't in our charts or weren't in the day sky or the, even the night sky, it would really keep us doing what we wanted without any boundaries or limitations. And I really think you know, there's there's something about having some sort of discipline in in, in one's life, right? The self control, right? Right. So, and we have yeah. actually three transits this this Wednesday. So the next one is Sun sextile Pluto. This is at eleven fifty six a.m. An increased creative power. Again, the, this is this is a day of three nice, easy transits: two sextiles and a trine. We'll get to in a minute, but Sun sextile Pluto. This the Sun comes around and hits this twice in a year. This gives permanent change to what you direct your energy towards. So again, it's whatever it is you want to have work out well. So you know, are you? Is there something that needs to be cleaned up, readjusted, removed? You know, get to it. You have the power here on this day, right? So incredible creative power. Pluto wants permanent change. And sun is in sextile. It says, go ahead, open the door to this energy. Yeah. And a a lot of that, you know, that increased creative power is we truly give things power by putting our focus and attention on them. So whenever we focus on politics, we increase its power in our life. Whenever we focus on, you know, that gym membership, (laughs) it gets increased power, you know? And so what type of power do we want to give it? Mm -hmm. And how do we want to create within that realm? Right. This is, this is a really nice day for a lot of, a lot of that power. And even if we talk back about that full moon that we've just had a couple days earlier, well, the day before, it, you know, when I talked about releasing something to find the strength coming back, you know, boom, here it is the next day. We feel that that permanent change is truly available to us by maybe releasing something that we found, that we mentioned on Tuesday, that we found on Monday when we got the Mercury retrograde Kazemi the Sun, where everything is clear and and uh, less confusing so we can have directed thought 
boom, we express it on Tuesday, and boom, we find the power on Wednesday. Really big, cool week. Yeah. And even we... And let's keep going. Yeah. We're not done with Wednesday. Wednesday still, Mercury retrograde trying Neptune. Yeah, 4.34 p.m. This is, you know, and I'm using the re-words because we got the Mercury retrograde. So revisioning. Um, also, you know, it's 4.30 p.m., you know, 4.30-ish p.m. here in Central. So go home a tad early today. You know, not a whole lot will get done now that you've done all this harder work on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and, and, and have committed to something. But this is a time when you get to vision and write your dreams. You know, what have you talked about? What have, what have you thought about? What ideas have come up? This is a time where you can understand realms beyond the reality. So we always get reality checks in our day or in our lives, right? Like, oh, we want this, but oh, this is what's true. But this is a day where you can really vision so that you can pull them into reality, you know, down the road. But we have to see them first. We have to see them in our mind's eye. Um, you know, this is like this Neptune is like you might have heard, you know, putting on rose-colored glasses or the commercial that I love and you must too, especially women listening to this. The four eyes or whatever eyeglass uh, commercials on that the woman puts on a pair of glasses and she sees the man really hot and good looking and, you know, so Fabian looking or Fabio looking, uh, yeah. right? And she takes her glasses off and he's like, her old man husband, oh. right? Like, you know, the rose-colored glasses kind of thing. <laughs> that, you know, by doing this, you can see down the road. And actually, it's really interesting because this position, this Mercury, which is now Mercury retrograde, trying, trying 120 degrees, easy energy to, to Neptune. This is occurring now on Wednesday, November 13th, but on Thanksgiving, these two planets meet up again when now Mercury is direct. So what can you vision about Thanksgiving Day mm -hmm. or that weekend that comes true? So focus on that today, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, what does your table look like? What does your travel plans look like? Who are you sitting with? What are you wearing? Who are you entertaining? Are you enjoying yourself? Do you have a smile on your face? Um, are you engaging? Are you having great one-on-one -on -one talks with everybody in your family? Or if you're in a, a tribal, you know, non-family scenario. Right. So vision, vision your Thanksgiving and be able to put it together to be exactly what it is you want. Beautiful. Right? I, I love like that. that. We'll check that's in. Great. That's great homework. <laughs> um, and then Thursday, November 14th, Venus square Neptune. So this is the, the square of the week. And this happens at 11.07 a.m. And this is fantasize, but you know what? I got a really great suggestion for this. So you wanna stay in a peaceful, tranquil state of last night, right? Because this was this visioning that we were doing for Thanksgiving. The next morning we wake up on Thursday, we stay, stay in this because we get extra hours of daydreaming. Now it is Venus square Neptune. But the square makes us want to stay in that longer when we should probably really do more reality checks here. But it's going to want us to be more involved in music, artistic expression, um, having magical, inspiring thoughts. 
So I have an idea. What if Thursday or Friday you go see, you know what I'm going to say? Which the one? new Bruce Springsteen movie, <laughs> Western Stars. Now, you know, probably anyone my age is, used to be on the road. Man, I used to get in my little hot rod car and drive to the three uh, states you know, of course, I lived in the tri-state in Cincinnati, Ohio. So I would go, you know, to the show in Columbus, the show in Lexington, the show in Indianapolis, and the show in Cincinnati, all within a four-day period. <laughs> I'm sure some of you have done those. You've Fan been, girl. You've been a roadie. Um, <laughs> but if, check out that movie. It's really a good, good movie with this fantasizing because what he does is, you know, he's 70 years old. Bruce is not traveling and um, touring anymore. But he's taken his old barn and he's turned it into a 20-piece orchestra um, concert hall. And he's got his new music out in this barn. But in between each of his songs that he's performing live here that's recorded, he talks about philosophical inspired thoughts of him, you know, throughout his 40 years, actually his 70 years, but his 40 years of music. And it's very intellectual, yet very philosophical, very musically driven. So this would be a good day on Thursday the 14th. Go check out Western Stars. Okay, I will. Yeah, I'm actually taking my brother to that movie then. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, okay, so Talisman Times. We have um, two that you have finished. Yep. Um, both on the same day, Thursday, November 7th to reconnect with one's emotions in order to express properly. How did that one turn out? Yeah, this was at 9.03 a.m. We had the moon in a trine to the Mercury retrograde, and we had it in a square to the two benefics, Venus and Jupiter, that are in Sagittarius. So I reestablished my state of balance between my feelings and my rational intellect. This is making sense now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's good for everybody just to really be clear, be confident in how you're feeling that how you are feeling is real. Mm -hmm. It is not, you know, something made up. It's not something petty. You really need to, you know, you know, give those feelings their admission and their value. Mm -hmm. And, And it gives you worth Again, their strength in that. Yeah. Right? You know what? There was a song once. I don't know why I'm into songs right now, but there was a song somewhere, and I'm probably going to date myself again, um, is, you know, if you don't know what to stand for, you know, what, what, will you, what, will you, what will you stand against if you don't know where, you're, where you stand? Okay. It wasn't like that at all. <laughs> I forget, but it was really empowering when I hear it. And when I used to sing it at the top of my lungs, when I was a teenager, huh. um, um, stand for what you believe in and what has value. Cause you'll stand strong. Something yeah, like yeah. 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 I like that. Um, and, and then, the, and then shortly afterwards in mm-hmm. the afternoon at two fifty eight PM to promote positive thinking overall, I feel quite good today and have a generous attitude. My positivity is noticed by those around me, and this makes everyone smile. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, that just reminds me of just how contagious a good mood is. And (laughs) that's so true. It is. And you want to be around those people. Right, right. And 
Yeah, I mean, it just reminds me of like, you know, smiling on the street, making eye contact with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's becoming rarer and rarer. But well, eye contact for sure, because they've got their eyes glued to their phones, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, to feel quite good when you could wake up and say, to feel, I feel quite good today and I have a generous attitude. My thinking in, is noticed. In, in, in other words, I don't have to say anything. Right, my positive, my positivity, and my thinking is noticed by those around me. And I even like the generous attitude because your your attitude, your good attitude, is is like kind of like giving giving from that overflowing cup. You know, mm-hmm. it is being it itself. Your attitude is mm-hmm. being generous with mm-hmm. how it feels, and it doesn't cost anything. Right, right. <laughs> you don't have to spend any money. It's not about being overly generous from the pocket. Right, right. <laughs> So upcoming, you have one today. Monday, I have one today, November eleventh at one thirty-seven p.m. Where we have the Jupiter is sextiling Mars. So to find stability in all writing projects, I am noticed by those who seek my knowledge. My content is beneficial, valuable, and wise. I know what I'm saying. I love it. Boom, drop mic, right? I know what I'm saying. <laughs> drop book. You know, <laughs> drop book. Yeah. I mean, because it, it all, yeah, it all reminds me about, you know, someone who is an author or wants to become one. And sometimes you just need that push to say, what I have to say is important. What I have to say might not be, it, it might have been written about before, but it's not written about my perspective on it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that has a huge amount of value because I also think too, when I do a lot of readings and I'll see a lot of, um, yeah, principles in a natal chart that have to do with writing or teaching or learning, speaking, something like that. And I'll ask, Oh, do you, do you, do you write? And people use that word, write As, oh, like professionally, or as an author, you know, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. Right. And in truth, we all are are all authors. Right. If you are able to write a letter, pen a note, right? If we're able to write an email, we all have that authoritative author type um, uh, knowledge that we're divulging to someone in a, in a letter, right? Mm-hmm. We're thanking someone or wishing somebody or requesting, uh, giving information. So I think that part, that author part in us becomes uh, too cliche in the fact that, oh, no, I don't get paid for my writing. Oh my gosh, I could never let anybody see what I write. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'll be judged, right? When all we're talking about in our writing is what we know. And in that, no one can say, your perspective is wrong. Right. So anyway, that's one of the reasons why this is going to be a hot little talisman. <laughs> a hot little talisman. So, you know, if you want it, let right me out know of the now. Oven. Yeah, <laughs> let me know now. Okay, so moving on to the horizon. And just as a quick note, we do have to make this episode a little bit shorter. So this is going to be the last segment of this episode. And so you're, you'll catch us again next episode with another Our House. So on the horizon, 
Don't forget, we do have our 2020 calendars, our astrological calendars. The small one is the little planner, and that has... Only a few of those left. Right. This went faster than the bigger ones. And then we also have our wall calendars. Um, So if if you are one of those people who love those physical calendars to keep track of your day to day. (laughs) Well, and two, when we called it a wall calendar, I don't hang it on the wall. I have it on my desk, but it's big enough for me to see. It's got just huge amounts of information in it. It's got the ephemeris for the year. It has planting times. Okay, you fishermen out there, you know, (laughs) when to fish. But um, I'm going to go over and put a, a uh, video, I think, a Zoom call or something together for anyone that, and how to use it. Because it's quite, it'll tell you moon void, of course. It talks about everything that I talk about in the podcast. You'll be able to follow me on the podcast and see where and when things are happening that it's already written. You'll be then writing that my interpretations and my titles on those days, but you really do would will want this because if you're following astrology, every astrologer, every student of astrology, every every you know astrologist that has interest in it has one of these. So hop on our train. Come on, you're already here. Yes. And so we are headed to Iowa. For um, from November 15th through the 17th. This is for the Midwest Yoga and Oneness Festival. If you are interested, um, make sure to get your tickets very soon. We will, Sandy and I will be hosting our Friday workshop where we are going to be going through your astrological chart. We may or may not be making talismans. We're not sure just yet. But um, then on November 18th, we head just uh, pretty much down the street to Moline, Illinois. And we are going to be doing a talisman ceremony at the Revive Cafe. Again, all of these links are going to be in the description. Then um, once we are back, November 22nd and 23rd, this is our online webinar. So this is accessible to absolutely everybody everybody internationally, everybody, um, you know, from your own computer. So this is going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to make your own talisman and really customize it with the color tassel that you want. All right. Let me just pause here for a minute. All right. This is the last month of Jupiter and Sagittarius. Now there's been a lot of talisman times that I have used this entire year. Uh, from last November until this month uh, for one year's time, that the Jupiter in Sagittarius, where it gets to every 12 years for a year, so it won't get back here for 11 more years, which is the most benefic planet in the sky, particularly if you have a day chart, that is in the home science, in his domicile. So there's this feeling that when it moves into Capricorn on uh, December 3rd, that it's going to have, it's going to do other things. And in Sagittarius, it gives that buoyancy, that optimism, that positivity, the bliss, the, the, the happiness, the expansive growth, the new things, the, you know, uh, abundance. Mm-hmm. So use this energy. We will. I will not run another one of these for another eleven years. 
So we still have and lots of slots left because it's an infinite number because it's all Zoom. It's about a two hour, two and a half hour uh, class. It's the last time I'm running this. I ran it last year and we had a huge amount of people um, in it and they've been responding with, you know, on our Instagram page and just personally, yeah. Yeah. some of the things that have occurred in this year from their intention setting during the Jupiter and Sagittarius mala making uh, event that I held. So here's one more opportunity to get this. Even if you've done this before, come back on, set your goal again, set your bar even higher. This energy, remember a talisman, holds the energy of that auspicious moment that that energy has that vibration for the entirety of that talisman's life. Yep. So I can't stress enough. Come on. Um, it'll be worth it'll be worth the time and the money you're spending. Seriously. You'll get the mala probably around January-ish because we have to send the clay bead, which is the guru bead, all the way to Bali. <clears throat> Our friends at Bali Mala string it. They knot each piece individually in between each of the rude raksha seed beads 108 times and they say a prayer based on your intention that you have set because I send your color tassel in a bag with your name, your intention and your guru bead and they say their prayer, your prayer they say in Blessed in Temple. Seriously, one last chance, man. Come on. And we also have our another online webinar, the Constellation Bracelet Workshop. And this is a much more potent and personalized process that you will be working directly with Sandy for two months. Two months. And this begins November 26th all the way to mid-January. And this is working in the gear system of the universe. So you are basically showing up at these transital times. So it's never like a every, you know, every Monday at 10. This is this is we go by the universal calendar. We go by the universal clock. So this is um Sandy lets you know yeah. all of the different meeting times and she discusses what is going on in that instant in your chart. While yeah. while your your talisman is being made bead by bead, and interesting because you know when I give you talisman times and I give you a date and a time and the two energies or three energies that are occurring and then I give you the you know the intention and then the affirmation. These are the times where we will be getting together, and you know you've heard me. At, sometimes it's at nine o three, sometimes it's at one fifty seven p.m. And so these are random times that the universe is called to say these two things are coming together at this time in this aspect. And we will be identifying that and interpreting it in your natal chart. Yeah, this is $999, but when we talk about all of this personal interpretation into your natal chart and how to work with it that day and every day forward, Wow, you're actually then hanging up the phone and watching things happen in your life that day. It's amazing. It's amazing. So very small, very small group because it is a lot of energy and we support, um, I support you Mm -hmm. and you support one another and you are supported by our tribe here. So 
um, come on board. It starts on, always starts at the new moon, which is on that Tuesday, the, what did you say, the 26th? 26th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we go all the way through um, December and partially through the January. We end... We end right around the third week in January. Um, I'll post those those dates, but that shouldn't be a bother to you. What dates and times? Don't worry about being able to make it to all of those Zoom calls. Uh, we record them and we hold. I still make your bead and I still give you your information. So it's right. about fourteen hours of personal work with me. Yeah, at least. <laughs> at least. So uh, moving on, we also have our Mexico retreat. The early bird has ended. However, we still have spots available January 4th through the 11th. And this is in La Ventana, Mexico, right on the coast of the Sea of Cortez. So of course, click that link in the description. You won't want to miss the video that we've made of our past retreat, as well as the ones from Bali. Um, Bali Bali's early bird is still available um, from April 20th to the 30th. Those are the dates we would love for you to join us as we explore all of the wonderful traditions and um, sites of Bali. And this is the first time we've put out Bali this early. Right. <laughs> we usually put Bali out pretty much after Mexico, right? Which is like sometimes scramble for time off or scramble for good, you know, watching flights mm-hmm. um, and, you know, making decisions. So there, we've given a lot more time for Bali to make that commitment. And we were amazingly filling up. Right. And what's really <laughs> exciting too is that the flights to Bali are the cheapest we have ever 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 seen in the now 5 years we've been going. Man, one lady got it for I can't believe it. Now she's not coming from Chicago, she's coming from the California. But she got it for like $640 round that trip. That is insane. That is I mean, I $640 round Bali. trip to go a Around the world, basically. And and I paid that. We paid that to go from Chicago to Reno yep. and back. Yep. <laughs> so definitely worth it, everybody. Check out those dates um, and let us know if you have any questions. Of course, you can get your free reading with Sandy if you are interested in any of our retreats. Um, click those links below and you will be directed right there. Um, as far as our house goes, Sandy is off to Ohio to check in at home. So we will see you next week. We love you guys. Thank love you so you. much. Bye.